Well, what did we do? <laughs> I don't want to say oh it. Oh my gosh, I dude. might cry. Like, I might cry. It, it, you know, it has been just... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. <laughs> yes, welcome to the show. Um, it's that damn outfit. I want oh you to my God, burn you're right. the damn <gasps> outfit. You're so right. We did a show last week. Third time was a charm. Well, right now it's second time's a charm because <gasps> Renee forgot to hit record. Well, last Are we recording time- on the sound? Yes, we're recording on the sound. Okay, but last time we dumped the episode because we fought. And this is what I was wearing. And so I was like, you know what? No one saw it. I'll wear it again on this episode. And then and last we- episode that you're not going to see, I go, it's that damn outfit. I go, that's the unlucky <gasps> outfit. Um, you're right, because we didn't record it. So now <laughs> this is take two. Uh, I might be burning this outfit for real. <laughs> Um, I like this outfit a little less than I did before. So, you know, the, the hard part is when we, when we do an episode that we can't air, it's like, you just, you can't recreate it. Like you just can't. So, you know, we're going to, to try <laughs> to have a great conversation with a little bit of what we talked about the last yeah. episode that you're not going to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but first of all, first and foremost, we're so happy and so proud of the way that the Aztec Chevrolet commercial came out. Yes, it has been so much fun hearing from people. My mom even, mom will text me and be like, oh, my customer said she saw your commercial. Or she'll say, Miss Lucy sent me this. She said you guys were so funny. and It was great. And, and I love, some people are like, oh, my God, I thought it was a sitcom. Oh, my God, it looks like a sitcom. And I'm like, well, you know, when you're Mexican-American... You're not allowed to have sitcoms. Oh, no, so, I know. Someone was like, give them a sitcom um, already. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, um, but it did. If it, uh, Even the sound, when I heard the soundtrack, I was like, oh, that sounds very like modern family. They did make us look. Rick, Rick, thank you. Rick did make it. But we did, um, we did film a lot that day and several different options and, and me being silly trying to go over the top and trying to make it as funny oh, as I know. possible. Betty was like, you guys filmed all day that long and that's it? Yes. That's so 30 seconds. <laughs> the cool part is we want to share with you guys some of the outtakes of our little Aztec Chevrolet commercial. Check it out. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, I was thinking. You're supposed to say no. Okay, hold on. What about this? No. Uh, hey, I was thinking. No. Hater. What about this? No. <laughs> I was thinking a little. No. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> fun. It was fun. It you was are fun. funny. You always keep it lively and funny on set. I think you even try and make the crew laugh, like to keep the energy you have good to, on you set. You have to have fun. And, and I just want to thank Aztec Chevrolet for, for really believing in us and, and just being great partners with yeah. us and, and Aztec Chevrolet. If you're going to buy a Chevy, especially if you live in Texas, give Aztec Chevrolet a chance, please give them the first chance. Yeah. It was a um, lot of fun for us. So thank you guys. And didn't they, wasn't it their idea for the commercial? They yeah, came up they with wrote it? it. Yeah. yeah they that's wrote awesome. It. So, and then also old salt support those veterans, please. Um, you're going to drink coffee. You're a coffee drinker. Might as well get it from OldSaltCoffee.com. It's good coffee. You, you might as well get 10% off by using T-R-E-V-I-N-O. 
Trevino 10. Yes, the number 10. Trevino 10, number 10. So where do we start? Where do we start? We can start with... We We, are... We, you want... um, Sorry, I cut you off. It's okay, go ahead. (laughs) Um, No, we just... You and I are adjusting. I feel like our life right now is we are adjusting to you being back on the road more regularly. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's different now. It's not that I'm back on the road. It's the fact that, you know, there are several cities that I went to that you would normally go as with, we would all go as a family. Yes. But it really feels like we're, we're, I'm almost stepping back in time. Um, you know, almost going back to the feeling I had, like when Texas was opening up, and things were at well. We're gonna do fifty percent. You mean because you of because co- COVID regulations are yes. different across the country. So because I had been touring in Texas, because I had been touring in Florida, where things have been open for quite some time. Yeah, I already went through several several months ago. I went through performing in front of half audiences. Right. I went through performing in front of masked audience the sort of phased out opening yes and the the plexiglass and the oh wait i didn't ask in chicago and brea were they wearing masks at the comedy club and not really once they sat down they didn't have oh that's right because in a restaurant once but it was it it was half capacity things were closed normally because we're at full capacity i take my sundays off so i can be home with my family well because of covid uh regulations in california we need that sunday to make the week a very profitable week, right? Right. You need the tickets, um, the seats, the seats, the people, the the fans, the family, right? Um, so it, it it all not only does it feel like I'm going back in time, meet and greets aren't allowed, right? Um, and, and we did but it's s- weird because some places they are like in pla- Philly, you you did right? Philly, we did. Um, Brea, we did. I a, see what a, you're saying. A, a, it's a this little, like weird. So it, it's this weird. Like, yes, I'm back on the road. But every week is But it's not normal. Yeah. I'm not on the road normal. Yeah. Right? So, you know, because we're working extra, because we're working hard, you know, and that's another thing, you know, we can't even add shows in some places because they don't have the staff. Or to accommodate the extra people, people even as capacity increases, right? People are not wanting to work. So Chicago, for example, we could have added two more shows. Staff, you know, the Stephanie and the and the and Tony and those guys said, "Hey, we don't have the staff for it." Yeah. Right. So, you know, so there's that, and then you know, me and you have been a little grumpy with each other, but only because, you know, out of and I had to point this out yesterday. Yeah, I I didn't know, realize once you said that I I was like, yeah, it's you know, exhausting. It, it was not. It's not that it's exhausting. I you know that doesn't bother me, man. I don't get tired. You can't get me tired. What, what, what sucks is I'm gone for four days. Yeah. I came home, flew in on Monday. So that's still a work day. Yeah. And then I have Monday afternoon with you guys. I have all of Tuesday. I have all of Wednesday, but tomorrow morning. You're out at 5 a.m. I'm out at 5 a.m. again to go on the road. So out of, let's see, what is that? Four and four, that's eight. Out of 12 days, I'm gone eight of those 12 days. Yeah. Right. And it sucks. And I want to be with my family. So not only does it suck, I'm also going on the road for half capacity. And it's feeling like coronavirus again. 
Yeah. You know, I didn't realize that too. The, the beauty of like being in Texas was not just the capacity and that the guidelines and everything were different, but also you were able to drive back and forth to us so much. You know, it wasn't a whole half day well, or a no, whole day of traveling. Like, more, more than that, before COVID, right, in 2019, I was not doing Sundays. Yeah. Right? And being gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, home on Sunday is not bad. I can live like that. Yeah. Right? I have Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Right. And sometimes half a Thursday, depending on where I'm flying. Yeah. But lately, it's been Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, fly home Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, fly out Thursday, right? And then yeah. again, again, so we had four days, three days home, four days, tw- eight, eight of the 12, I'm gone. So then add another three days, right? So that's six days. That's already 12 days. Add another four days to that. Right. Mm-hmm. So now we're at 16 days and out of 16 days, I'm home six days. So it sucks. Yeah. You know, and this week is Indianapolis, which I'm happy to go and perform, but you're not coming. Yeah. Who knows how Indianapolis is going right to be. That's the thing is you don't you know? know what to anticipate. You know, and normally you would have gone to California. Oh, for sure. There's good shopping in California. Good shopping. Our friends are there. Yeah. There's beautiful beaches. There's great children's museums. All kinds of stuff for children. There's plenty of things to do as a family. But because of COVID, you know, I have not had that opportunity. So I get home. I'm grumpy. You know, Um, I and, and, you know, like I said, working doesn't bother me. It's the it's the lack of time with my family. Yeah. You know, it's the. My wife didn't hit record, <laughs> and now I have to do a double episode today. No lunch date for me. Um, but Chicago was great. Yeah, you know, and and I love Schaumburg and and you know Stephanie. I'm bummed and, we missed out on it. It's a cool club. We always have a good time. I, you know, there. I have to have all the Chicago staples, right? I have to have Portillo's. Oh, the cake shake. You right? would explain to people what a cake shake is if they don't oh, know. My, you tell them. Because it is filthy. They take a chocolate cake and they blend it into a vanilla milkshake. But this cake is like the most moist, delicious oh, cake delicious. you've ever it's had. Delicious. And I found out someone and told me the reason that it's so moist and delicious mayo. is they make, yes, they use mayonnaise in chocolate cake. I've never yeah. heard that. I don't even like mayonnaise, but that cake shake the is The good mayonnaise. That's the, the good mayonnaise. The mayonnaise. Yep. <laughs> um, and then, of course, I had to have Luminati's Chicago style pizza. Yeah. And it was delicious. And and one of the highlights for me, and I want to show you. Chicago um, has good food. I feel like people always talk about like, oh, great food in San Francisco. Oh, great food in New York. And even Louisiana, people talk about like New Orleans having great food. But I feel like people don't give Chicago enough credit for their good food. No, people do. I mean, yeah, no, yes, they do. And, and you'd be surprised. People talk about. Like Chicago style hot dogs. Oh, they're good. They're good. Right. And, and. You know, I have to have, I have to feel like I'm in Chicago. I go get all the Chicago food. But the highlight was, you know, I got hit up by this girl. And you're on this message. Why you don't chime in? You or know check? what? I, I have not looked at my uh, messages in so long. But but read that to, to everybody and, and tell us her name because okay. it was such a pleasure meeting her and, and, and her husband. And they watch all the time and they're a beautiful couple. 
It says, hi, Stephen Renee, you guys sent my wife, who is a pediatric nurse, an amazing video a couple of months back encouraging her to fight breast cancer. You guys' podcast continues to be a staple in our house, and she's currently undergoing chemo, which is kicking her ass. Fortunately, she's feeling well enough to make it to your show in Chicago. We'll be there and couldn't be more excited. Thank you for being our favorite couple to watch. Can't wait to see you. And Steve Rivers Casino is only 14 minutes away. Going to swing by after as long as the wifey is up for it. Um, and then he sent us a picture of Reza. She's proudly repping her Captain Evil merch from your show on her fourth round of chemo. She's in. They sent us a picture. She's beautiful. They sent us a picture of her. Oh, my gosh. I just realized she's wearing her Captain Evil hat and her Captain Evil shirt while she is sitting in the chair getting chemo. Well, look, guys, you know, keep fighting like hell. And, you know, I I believe because, you know, I always say that the strongest muscle in our body is our brain. Yeah. Right. And if you are able to stay positive and stay happy and stay um, in a good state of mind, I think that anything is possible. And, uh, Renee and I are, are praying for you and, and we're rooting for you and, and Keep fighting the fight. Renee and I, maybe we'll get booked in Vegas and then she's cancer free and you guys come and party with us in Vegas. So awesome. very, very excited. Um, when I get to, to meet people like that, you know, uh, we weren't doing I was gonna a, say, when people show group. us like people, We'll send pictures of themselves like in the chemo chair or whatever, and they're watching your videos, you know, while they're because they're stuck sitting there. So they want to watch comedy. It's what you said. Like, you just want to laugh. Just want to laugh at something. And, and, you know, when I get to meet people like that, you know, we weren't able to do meet and greets, but her husband reached out. Mm -hmm. And then I said, hey, hit up Timmy. Timmy, go grab you and bring you back here. It was just a really special moment for me. And, and, you know, she cried and, and I am always so incredibly humbled. I mean, when people are nervous to meet me or people are crying because they got to meet me, it's just a very humbling, humbling experience because I don't feel special. I don't feel famous. I don't feel like I deserve, um, that response. Yeah. You know, so when I get that response, it is, it is definitely humbling. It's, it's somewhat overwhelming. You know, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but it was, it was. I'm just happy that that my comedy does make a difference, right? That that me. And I know you, you're just talking about you know, like how hard it is to leave your you know, family and, and go back to work, and you miss traveling, and then you and then you do you get messages like that. And yeah, I, I, I got another message um, from a young lady in the back, uh, and she said, "Thank you for talking about miscarriage," and she yelled from the back of it. Right? I said, "Any questions during your show? During my show?" And she, she in Chicago, in Chicago. And she goes, oh, my God, thank you for talking about that. I said, you're welcome. And then later on, she sent me a message saying, hey, I'm the girl that said thank you. Uh-huh. Three days ago, I suffered a miscarriage. She goes, and for you to be able to talk about it, she goes, I really felt like you were talking to me. Yeah. I really felt like because you, you and Renee found light at the end of the tunnel that I, too, have a chance. Yeah. And, and that's exactly why we do what we do. Yeah. You know, that's why that's why when me and you had that discussion about can't, should we even talk about this? And we right. go, we have to. Yeah. We have to share our lives. We have to let people know that that me and my wife here, we love each other desperately. Right. But we fight and we have ups and downs. And I mean, that's a know, real skill you have, Steve Trevino. What's that? that? You, that to you fight? Can, no. no. 
<laughs> no, actually, that's not all what I meant. Um, that's funny. That's what it sounded like. No, it's a real skill that you have to be able to take everyday scenarios and find the humor in them. I've it, just, it says a lot about your your crazy brain and how and your not so crazy brain and how it all works. I've just always been honest, you know, and I've always found that that if I am who I am all the time, which sometimes is not perfect, right. you know, um, it does crack me up that I've become the, hey, Steve, you got any advice for me, right? Or, hey, Steve, can you talk to my kid? <laughs> Doesn't you know? that make you nervous? Like, it, not that you're going to say the wrong thing, but but there's an element of like, I don't know what I'm doing half the time. Like, But I do, and I tell you why I know so much is because I have failed so much. Yeah. I have failed and I have screwed up and I have made mistakes over and over and over again. Me too. Like you know? we like forgetting to press record <laughs> and somehow we keep making that mistake over and over and over again. But I always think that, you uh, know, I have always been brave enough to fail. Yeah, you have, you know, I am brave enough to fail. I'm brave, brave enough to make mistakes and and i also think that i work very hard on learning from my mistakes right you know i, learned, I was just thinking it's the gift of not being an overthinker you just like you're I, not an overthinker there's nothing overthink jump it's in and you make the mistake and you fix it or you readjust or i also think that when when you're used to failing <laughs> it, it, it becomes easier i would i would agree with that you know i'm, I'm used to failing i'm used to to hearing you're not going to make it. I'm used to hearing, Hey, you don't belong here. I'm used to hearing, and, and I'm still going, I'm still here. Yeah. Right. You can tell me that all you want. I can screw up all you want. All I, you know, I've made mistakes in relationships. I've made mistakes on stage. I've made mistakes throughout my entire life. And it's like, I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still getting better. Yeah. You know, so it, it is very, um, rewarding, when people send us messages for sure like that, you know, I, I got, and I feel bad cause I, I was trying to find it. There's a guy and I always remember him cause he's, he's Longhorn in Aggie land. Yes. And the handle that's, that's the thing is like people's Instagram photos are so tiny. Like if we, it's always fun to meet people out on the road, but you're like, what's your handle? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me your handle. Cause that's how I'll know you. But I, I want to say, and I, and I hate myself right now because I got the message. I couldn't find it. Uh -huh. And they asked if I, if I would give them a shout out. So I am giving you a shout out. Uh, and forgive me for not knowing Longhorn all the details. Longhorn and Aggie Land, yeah. yeah. Forgive me for not knowing all the details of of the text message request. Uh -huh. uh, but consider this a a shout oh, out. Oh, but thank um, you for watching. Thank you to the people that like tune in every week. No, it's it it means the world to us, and and it's always it's always for us. Sometimes work, right? Right. But it's also very therapeutic for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, since we're talking about Raisa and her fight with cancer, do we want to, um, can I tell them about our comedy bingo next week? Bingo. <laughs> bingo. B-I-N-G-O-N. Bingo was his name. Oh. So we are on our last week of raising money for LLS, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And we wanted to do something fun with you guys and make it a little more interactive. So we are going to do comedy bingo on Wednesday night. Yes, on Wednesday evening. So we are going to get details zone. out to you guys ASAP so yes. that you guys, and you, you got to pay. But remember, you're not paying Renee and I. 
No, tickets are on sale now, but there's a flyer and a website link. You're gonna go directly to the LLS website. So you know that it's going to them, your entry. You are buying a bingo card, and I think it's like 14 bucks uh, for each bingo card. You can buy as many cards as you want. Um, but it's going to be live Zoom. So they'll get a private Zoom link. Yes. We are limiting the number of people just so the Zoom doesn't get out of control because they're going to be able to chime in and chat with us and go back and forth. So it will be interactive. And Renee and I are, are going to put up prizes for you to win, including yes. uh, Cindy, our friend. Yes. Um, it's Cindy LLS Thomas. is throwing some stuff. LLS is throwing some stuff. And I am going to go and try to see if we can't get some really cool prizes. prizes. Yeah. Yeah, because... You know, we are making a difference here, and it's awesome. And and Monday, uh, I'm excited uh-huh. because Monday I will be in my uh, Helicopters for Heroes golf tournament. Yes. Um, we're still looking for sponsors. Get on helicoptersforheroes.com. We'd love to put your name um, out there. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and get you uh, helping us with Helicopters for Heroes. But Renee and I decided that we would take Garrett. And Delilah. Well, you were saying you miss your family. So we were like, okay, what can we do that's fun? We'll drive up. We'll do, I'll do the golf tournament. Renee and Garrett and Kat, Jake's wife, and their girls are going to go nuts at Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah. And then Tuesday morning, we'll wake up there and spend the day there. And then we're going to go see my friend, um, Jose Trevino. You'd been wanting to see a Texas Ranger. For the Texas Rangers. Yeah, Delilah's first baseball game. We'll see how oh, long dude. she lasts. And then, and then you know, because Jose, he's Trevino. Uh-huh. He's at, in Chicago several months ago, or a month ago. Uh-huh. And, like, the staff went up to him and was like, hey, any relation to Steve Trevino? And he's like, hell yeah. At like, the baseball stadium? At the baseball mean? stadium, the White oh. Sox. Oh, okay. So, uh, Jose gives them my number. I take care of them with tickets. They put me... On the behind home plate Saturday uh-huh. to watch the White Sox. So my love for baseball. It's like is your story. What special off. was that in where you talk about um, being behind relatable, home plate? Relatable, being behind home plate. I, I was always ready. No I wanted Captain the foul Evil ball. There to ruin it for I you. wanted the foul ball so bad. And, and one got eh, somewhat. Close. The close. question is did they have wine? Uh, I don't know. I didn't have a wife there. <laughs> making me go find wine but you know if there's any other major league organizations that would like me to come and hang out yeah i'm happy to throw the first pitch well it was funny because i posted stuff from from me being at the game and Uh and they gave me a shirt wait i saw you posted a picture with like this blinged out necklace where is that from it's from the socks they gave it to me Oh, it's like a fake. Yes, I got a gift. I got a yeah. It wasn't even. It was heavy, bro. (laughs) It's blinged out, dog. Bro, I was gonna get the uh, the thing with the the diamond tester to see if it's real, where you have to touch it and let the people know. Uh, Um, But I had such a good time, and I just want to thank the White Sox organization. And then Uh it was funny because that town is is definitely split. Right, Southsiders are are Sox fans, uh-huh. and then you know the Cubs fans, right? Because there's two teams, right? Right. So all these people are like, "Dude, wrong team, bro. Go to the Cubs game." I'm like, "Ah, uh, invite me to the Cubs game. <laughs> Get me free tickets to the Cubs <laughs> games. Run up the Sox. Let me throw the yeah, first pitch. I'm, I'm all about the Sox if they're gonna take care of me, right? Yeah. Um, but it was fun, and and I just want to thank the the uh, uh, Sox organization and and. Um, those guys for, for reaching out, yeah. being so good to me and, and letting me get, um, behind the home plate. It was fun. And then you, 
my weekend was, um, I hit a home run too, a home run of my own. Uh, I pulled the plug on the pacifier. And you did it. I don't, I like, don't want to say that it's like done, done, but I hid them all for myself. Right. <laughs> so like in a moment of weakness, I wouldn't be like, here's your pacifier. Um, I just, I'd been getting up at night to pop the pacifier back in her mouth. And I was like, I can't do it anymore. Like this is, this is silly. This Nobody is could do it anymore. Um, None of, everybody in the house was like, no, but it was, let Renee it sleep. was hard. Cause, Cause when you don't sleep, Cut your mouth. You're mean Shut to your mouth. everybody. No, see, I'm not mean no. to everyone. Yes, I'm just mean to you. But no, it was hard. It was like, I didn't know if I wanted to completely do that because we're literally probably a few weeks from her being able to pop it back in her mouth by herself if we just sprinkled a bunch in the crib. But we're not there yet. And I was getting really desperate. So while I had an empty house with no guests, I was like, we're going to cry it out and do it this weekend. So we did. So that was my my big home run is we're, we're not quite a week in. So I don't want to, um, I don't want to bust out the pom poms just yet. But I think we're pacifier free. I mean, look, I I have always said it, you know, the human being is very adaptable. Yeah, it's very adaptable, and you and you have to realize that that you you have children in other parts of the world who babies who get accustomed to sleeping on the floor. Yeah, you know, they they get accustomed to not having AC, they get accustomed to, um, you know, having to, to sleep on the go. Right. And if you're willing to, to, to suffer those two or three days of, Hey, I know it's going to suck Yeah. for three days, four days, but I know that she's going to adjust. Oh, I just hope right? that's all it is. Cause I'd, I'd read people were like, usually one, two days, they like, they cried out, they figured out you're good. And I was like, I just hope so. Cause I don't know if I have like four or five days. Well, you, I mean, again, you have to stick it out. Right. And, and it goes back to, you know, the way that I am with, with Garrett, where parents are like, you know, we're, we'll be somewhere. And I'm like, Garrett, let's go. And then Garrett goes, all right. And then he leaves. Yeah. And then parents like, oh my God, I wish my kid would do that. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm bigger than him. <laughs> just, just give him up. Give you him you up. remember when he was when he was two yeah, or three? Yeah, it's easy when they're little. You got to do it when, when he was two little. or three, and he didn't want to leave the children's museum. He would lose his shit. Yeah, but I'm not scooping him and dragging him out of anywhere anymore. Now we have like a talk in the car before we go. Like we had a birthday party at right, Piper. But, but back then, I would scoop him up, and we would leave. There yeah. was no negotiating. There was, dude, we are leaving. Yeah. Physically, or you're walking. And you can scream all that you want, but it's yeah. not going to help you. Well, now I'm you like, know? bye, Garrett. I'm leaving. And I start walking out. What's going to happen when he's like, leave me here. We're a Peter Piper. Not later. <laughs> you know, and, and, and now that he is older and, and a little more, um, um, you know, he's a little negotiator. Oh, I, for sure. I, I, I give him a little. On purpose, sometimes. Yeah. Because he did. He was willing to ask. Right. Right. Because he did come up to me at the pool yesterday, and I go, "Let's go." And he came up to me, and goes, "Dad, one more cannonball." And I go, "Yeah, dude, one more cannonball." Yeah. Right. So that he can, so that he does feel the confidence to still ask. Right. Right. And then there's other times where I'm like, no, no is no. I said no. Right. There is no more cannonballs. It's hard though, because like right now, I don't want to make it about Delilah, you know, especially with like him. But literally, it's about Delilah. It's about like when is nap time and when is feeding time and t- 
time to go before this kid turns into a pumpkin, you know, the baby. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't disagree with the fact that, you know, kids perform really well on a schedule. They do. Oh, you and I, Steve and I go back on this one all the time. No, I, I'm, I'm not denying the fact that they do do well on a schedule. Yes. Right. However, they also need to learn to be adaptable, right? They need to learn that, hey, maybe this nap is in the car because we got to right. drive. I think you if know? if I'm being honest, I think like now in hindsight, there was a real blessing in having a baby during COVID. Like it forced you and I to slow down COVID. And for me as a mom to be moving at a slower pace with the two kiddos, having the baby has, was really helpful. Um, it made things easier. And I feel like Delilah is doing much better as a sleeper than Garrett did because well, but they're different. She hasn't been traveling. It's very clear for me that, that man, they are different <laughs> children. You know, Delilah is very vocal, right? Yeah. And, and what's great about it is she's vocal. And if you, if she gets your attention, she'll go, ah, <laughs> It's this like right? weird, ah. yeah, it's a weird hot noise she makes. And right? it's like not a cry, not a laugh. Just it's a, literally ah. just, hey, give me. Right. Pay attention to and then, me. And then when you pay attention to her and you move her, she's good. Yeah. Which is great. Right. She doesn't, she, she doesn't scream her freaking head off. Well, no, I didn't tell you what happened no. this weekend. She has started screaming. So we were driving and because like the whole schedule thing, I'm being a little more rigid about right now because of the pacifier, right? Like I need her, the sleep training, I need her to be really tired so that putting her down is easier. And uh, we were coming home from church. I don't know where we were coming home from. And, oh my gosh, Renee. Uh, I was probably coming home from church. Well, no. If there was anywhere <laughs> I was coming home from, it was probably no, church. I didn't tell you this either. Now that we're sleep training, she's getting up at 6 a.m. And right. so Garrett got up at 6 a.m. too, which he usually sleeps till like 7.30 or 8. And I was like, holy cow, the kids are up so early. What am I going to do? I was like, I got I to gotta eat up some time. Let's go to church. So we're coming home anyway. And it's, she's going to fall asleep in the car. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like we got to get home and get this baby in a bed without a pacifier. Um, and so I said, Garrett, help me keep your sister awake. And he just screams. Like I did not expect him to do that. I mean, but he, keep like, her awake. he like leans over towards her car seat and goes, ah! and I'm like, oh, thinking it's going to scare her or she's, she's going to cry. She just starts laughing. And I go, Garrett, you'd have to do that. Well, she screams back at him. Right? Like and now this, you're like, uh, don't encourage that shit, dude. Yes. So Garrett starts laughing because she screamed back right. at him. And then she, like, it. they literally had, like, a little giggle screaming fest. And I was like, Garrett, you got to stop. She's going to think this screaming is funny. It's but, cool. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, they're doing good. Garrett's doing really, is, is really becoming an amazing big brother. And, and he's really doing well. He's he's definitely, he's just rough. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he'll grab her face. Ah, my sister. And, and you I'm know like, what? Whoa, I dude. decided, like, you're more on him about it. Like, hey, chill out. And I've decided that, like, as long as she's not crying and showing that she is upset by it, because I don't want to have to be on him constantly for that. Like, no, it's let all him love. have it. And, He's definitely, and if she's cool with it, she's cool with it's it. It's definitely all love from him. Yeah. But, but it is like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, dude, this is my daughter, bro. I'll break your face. <laughs> Um, but you know, look, we, we love doing these and we love you guys. And, um, with that being said, yes, we, uh, we were asking today uh -huh. if you could please, if all our family out there, 
please do us a favor and tag one person. Just one. Yeah. And and and, and be specific. Find Share that it with person. a friend that you yeah. think would really like what we do. Because yes. we're not for everybody. Um but share the podcast with someone who you think might enjoy it. Yes, who has please. a commute to work or a friend who runs and listens to podcasts on their job. Or maybe there's a couple that's on the verge of divorce and they <laughs> need that extra push to get them to get divorced. <laughs> we want to be that couple. Um, uh, no, we don't want to be that couple. Are you still selling the, the freaking cups? We are. We Our first batch of cups is done. So um, I had a wait list. So if someone wants to get on that wait list, they can shoot me over their email and we're about to start putting out the second batch. She's, she's, we didn't, I didn't want to take people's money if we weren't ready to put out more cups. So she's sort of doing the first couple of treatments because it's like a layered thing to make a long story short, to get not ready. short. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So hit up Renee with, at I am Renee with an A if you would like to have your very own uh, bedazzled, sparkly Captain Evil cup. Um, and she also makes them for babies or we're not doing those. Um, no, we do. We have a sippy cup. That is also the one that I used last time on the podcast as a wine cup. I just took Delilah's sippy lid off. And, and me and Timmy are doing a limited edition to see if people like them. Uh Male shirt that says throwing doubles down. Oh wait, that one's cool. It is a cool shirt. It's a cool shirt. Because I like whiskey and I like my whiskeys to be doubles Uh and I throw those down. And I like my dice to land on doubles. Uh-huh. Okay, so... Oh, I thought you were going to say, and I love casinos. I do love casinos. <laughs> but it's a gambling whiskey guy it's shirt. It's very you, whiskey It's very me, throwing doubles casinos. down. There's yeah. a George Strait song that has that line, that line oh, I was in I it. That song. Throwing doubles down. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if people are into it. Um, it's not on the website, guys, but if you want to send us a message through the website saying, ooh, I want a throwing doubles down... T-shirt has a couple whiskey glasses on it. They're making them already? They're like in yes, production already? already? Oh, I didn't realize you had them. I, I get seen, things done. I haven't seen a shirt. Like I, I shirt. get things done. Well, you should have had it so we could show it. Uh, Timmy has it on the road. Okay. I get things done. Listen I to pull him the digging. trigger. Okay. Shit happens. Okay. When I make, when I make a plan, uh-huh. I go over there. And I made it, two babies. And if it fails. I made two babies. And I And I you. sleep train them. I helped you. And I potty train them when you're gone. Those little babies were in my ball sack. They were mine. First. <laughs> All right. I am Steve Trevino. This is Captain Evil Renee who made two babies with my babies that were in my ball sack. Uh, <laughs> no, at the pediatrician's office today, she walked in and she goes, oh, that baby looks like her daddy. She doesn't look anything like you. Ooh, poor baby. That's why she's going to have to be funny. She's going to have to have a personality. She's going to have a lot of personality. And let's hope she has a pooper like yours. <laughs> Okay. Okay. This this podcast is going nowhere. It's over. Thanks, guys.